What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of the CGX podcast. We have, again, the awesome members of this panel. We have some really good stuff to talk about here today in today's episode. But I just want to let you guys know, our goal is to leave some time at the end to answer some of y'all's questions. But realistically, we might not get to everyone's questions. So you guys have seen this channel. We do have now an open mic format, which is on Monday and Wednesday. So if your questions are not answered into this podcast, feel free to go on Discord, contact any one of these awesome people on this panel, or check us out open mic. All right. So we're just going to move right into this. Uh, today, again, we have some really, really cool stuff to discuss, but I just want to take time to talk to the members of this panel, just see what they're doing, see what they're playing, see what platform they're using to play those games. So to get started, we'll start with Holtz. How are you today, sir? I am great. And this week, I've not really been playing much apart from a bit more Doom Eternal, but I've been focusing on the books of Doom Eternal, Cyberpunk, and Final Fantasy XV, Why I'm sort of waiting for PJ Golf and Spiritfair to come out. Hmm. Okay, cool. The original Doom released on Stadia, right? Did you pick that up this week, or are you going to just wait to finish Eternal? To first, get to first Eternal, and then hopefully by the time I finish that, it'll be cheaper, or it might be on a <laughs> you know, pro deal. Good, good, good plan. How about you, uh, Jerry? How you been? What you been playing? Um, yeah, I've been doing good, and I have a dirty, dirty secret about Ooh. what I've been playing. Ooh. <laughs> and it's too much Fall Guys, and I didn't want to oh, play that game. I didn't it. want to play that game, and I don't know how I bought it and downloaded it. It's still a blackout <laughs> moment in my brain. I don't know when on Steam I actually uh, bought it and downloaded it, but it was on my <laughs> PC. I started playing it, and it's the most frustrated I've been in a long time, and it actually makes me happy to go back to editing videos. So a lot of what, <laughs> what I've been doing is Fall Guys. Other than that, a variety of stuff. Uh, Game Pass was great with some games this week. Flight yeah. Simulator, Darksiders Genesis, things like that. Yeah. I've dipped toe in a lot, of, a lot of games, but I have unfortunately just played that game way too much. Yeah. What are you sure. playing Fall Guys on? Um, my local PC mostly. I've played it on my phone a little bit through Shadow, and yeah. I have played it on my TV through my NVIDIA Shield through maximum settings. Nice. Wow. A lot of platforms. Yeah, that game yeah. is so addicting. Seriously, I tried it, and I had a hard time putting the game down. It's, yeah, it's a problem. I hear you. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Duncan? What have you been playing, and how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing outstanding. I hope you're doing well as well. I've been playing on a, basically every system you can think of. I've been playing a bit of Xbox, been playing a bit of PlayStation, but on uh, the cloud services, I've been back to Assassin's Creed Origins, been knocking that out from the park. Uh, nice. Like uh, I've been playing some Fall Guys in PlayStation 4 as well. It's just so addictive. It's, you, just, <laughs> you know you can just dip in and out. It's the perfect game length. It's just so you can play about it now. And on Stadia, I have finally completed uh, with Kelly uh, Orcs Must Die, which has been real good fun doing that. So I've nice. been playing a load of games on everything under the sun. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, another guy for four guys here. Yeah, this this game, I'm telling you, is sweeping people away, man. It's getting people and keeping them with the addiction. That's awesome. 
It's pretty cool. How about you, Ben? What have you been up to and what have you been playing? What platform? Um, I started playing Spiritfarer. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat as well. Nice. What do you play in Spiritfarer? Stadia. Oh, yeah. It released, right? That's right. Forgot that happened. Yeah. It came out on Game Pass like a couple of days before it did for Stadia. Cool. Do you like it? Oh man, it's it's a good game. It's Thunder Lotus does a good job with all their games that I've seen so far. Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. How about you, Mark? What what have you been doing and what have you been playing lately? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon, full guys. <laughs> Super excited when I because I've been playing. Like, I was part of all of the betas. I was giving keys away stuff. So I've been playing a long time. So I, my addiction started a while ago, and I only just got my first win this week. <laughs> and I, oh, I was so excited. Like my, I made my other half run in the room. I was like, I did it! Look at the screen. <laughs> so uh, real happy about that. Um, Played, been playing that on uh, Shadow on the on this desktop that I was testing, but also uh, super easy to jump in on my phone. Yes. And I tried to make a point of that because the Full Guys Twitter uh, posted something about if you see this advert for Full Guys on iOS and App Store, it's fake. You can't play it on your phone. So I, made, oh. I purposely made a video and went, well, actually, yes, you can. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that was fun. There you go. So I guess explain. Uh, to people who are listening, some people might not know what Fall Guys is. So, Mark, just quick description of what this game is about and why you like it so much. I don't think there's a way of explaining it without sounding like an insane person. <laughs> um, you are a little bean pill person, and it technically is a battle royale. But in my opinion, it's the evolution in battle royales because they all became very stagnant of... You jump into a map and here's a circle and it gets smaller and you shoot and that's it. And that's boring. We've done that. This is game show territory, Takeshi's Castle, uh, Wipeout type maps. Just being clumsy, fumbling little pill guys and just being the last one standing. And I I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Nice description. To me, me it looks like an old Mario Party minigame. Oh, that's a good way to put it, too. You said Wipeout, and I agree. That's kind (laughs) of like the games remind me so much of Wipeout. So, cool. All right, thanks for explaining that. Yeah, again, if you guys haven't checked out Fall Guys, do. So I've been playing a lot of Rogue Company still, um, using the GeForce Now platform to do so. That game is everything I've hoped for in, uh, in a shooter, right? It has the tactical element of like Rainbow Six. It has a third person view of SOCOM US Navy SEALs. And that is like my go to multiplayer game. So, really, still having a blast playing Rogue. Um, so, let's segment, unless anyone else have anything else to add to this, but let's go to the news for this week. Again, so much to cover. Let's start with Stadia, right? We have. A lot of games that was released this week, really impressive to see, right? So let's talk about some of these games. We have, I can never say this, so you guys correct me for butchering the name of this game. Spirit Fair, is that accurate, right? Okay. We have the original original Doom series, right? Kind of like a stealth drop, really impressed there. We have PGA Tour 
2021, and we have Super Hot Control Delete. So out of these games, I'm counting four of them this week. Just want to talk to the panel, see which one has you guys excited and see which one you guys have been playing mostly. So to get started, Duncan, what's your take on these four games releasing for the Google Stadia platform? Are we talking the elephant in the room with PGA or we're leaving that to a separate discussion? (laughs) If you want, address it. Address it. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, PGA. Is it coming? No, no, it's coming at 12 o'clock midnight Eastern time. No, it's not. It's coming at 5 or no. Oh, bollocks. It's it's not working. We're going to pull it from the store. Yeah, yeah. Such a headache. Yeah, such, such a, a such another PR masterclass by Stadia uh, with the lack of communication. But again, uh, nothing to be worried about there. Yeah. Uh, I think the game's coming this week. Uh, well, there's nothing really tickling my fancy, to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Spur, Spur Fair, I may give that a go when it's a pro game in a couple of months. Did I say that like that? <laughs> Uh, Doom is an old game. PGA, it's going to be. Uh, it's for me. I pick that up when it's twenty pound, thirty dollars when it's on the sale. Super right. hot. That's going to be a pro game in the foreseeable future. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for being all negative here, but for me, it's not a. It's not a great week for Stadia games. Yeah. Uh, it's just more of the same. I'm looking forward to next week with, uh, I just went out from my head, the game that's coming out next week, win, Windbound. 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 Yeah, I'm looking forward to Windbound. Uh, that's more on my radar. But this week, yeah, it's good that these games have come. Um, Doom has actually arrived. I know. After yeah. so long, and it just randomly appeared at 3 right. o'clock. Uh, UK time, no announcements or anything, just randomly turned up. So it's all good. Yeah. How about you, Jerry? What's your take on these four games coming oh, to the man. platform? It's hard to go after that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he just destroyed it. Um, no, he. I mean, he is right too, though, as far as the pro games go. We do know things like Super Hot are more likely to go pro sooner than later. Um, right. But there are people that run on the free tier that are going to buy games and play them when they come out as well that they don't like subscription-based things. So sure. we always talk about there's a consumer for everything, and you got to look at it from different perspectives. So I'm sure for some people this is a pretty cool week, and there's some things that they want to check out here. And for other people like us, or especially Duncan, it's wait for the freebies and skip right. the other ones. Um, yeah, Windbound definitely next week. But I, I actually actually think it's still a pretty good week for stadia though because i like the boulders gate 3 announcement yeah. not all not just for the game but because we want to see day and date releases yeah. and early access and things like that come to stadia so even if it's not the world's biggest one it's still great to at yeah. least see some kind of announcement like that because we don't get much uh, like that now spirit fair i originally saw that at, at microsoft's e3 a couple of years ago and i had originally thought it was going to be an xbox exclusive but it wasn't mm. so I am kind of crazy because I get it for free on Game Pass, but I bought it on Stadia as well because I just like being able to play it easy in a couple of places and and stuff easier than I can on my Game Pass right now. But I also wanted to check out if there were any differences. But so like a dummy, I did grab that one uh, for I think it's 29 bucks or something like that. But yeah, that's pretty much I think it's good and bad. It just depends on who you are looking at it this week. And I'm sure if Sonny was here, he could give an even more positive spin than I'm giving on it. But I think for some people, it's a good week for Stadia. Yeah. And for some people, it's not. Yeah. 
So, are you noticing any difference with Spirit Fair playing on Game Pass and Not Stadia? yet. I've, I'm not seeing. It looks great on both. It looks right. identical. I don't think there's any real changes. Uh, it's a beautiful game, and I haven't had any issues. Stadia, you know, you're you're in like that and good to go. Yeah. So, okay, cool, cool. How about you, Holtz? What do you take on these four? So, games I bought I bought Spirit Fair. Because to me, it reminds me of a UbiArts game like Child of Light and Valiant Hearts. Same mm. play style, meeting with like a studio Ghibli. So it's like Spirits Away meets Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I just love the art style and the play style that I bought it. And then also, I was looking forward to buy PJ Golf. But after being one of them people waiting for it and then hearing everyone complain about it, I didn't click buy. But oh. it got removed anyway. So <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm excited for Doom, but my excitement was more there a few months ago when he promised it now it's yeah. also a bit too late with the upcoming fall games but yeah i will look into it upcoming okay. months okay yeah i i feel like with doom they kind of lost the moment if they would have released this when eternal was coming out you know and maybe i a lot of people were speculating that it'll be a free pro game too but the fact that you have to pay what 20 bucks for it it's just it's madness after eternal has been out for as long as it has but yeah, I hear you on that. How about you, Ben? What's your take on these four games? Um, obviously, I've been playing Spirit Fair, um, for mentioning it earlier. But yeah, I agree. There's, it's nice to see four new games added, but at the same time, it's stuff that you know they've been talking about for a long time. Like they've been saying Doom, Doom was coming, but they just never right. up to date. Um, so it would be nice to see like a, a surprise one that we had no right. idea, but um, yeah, yeah, okay, Mark. You, what's your take on this? Yeah, I completely agree with Duncan. They're looking at the list, there are ones that you know are easily it's easy to foresee them coming to pro, which mm-hmm. stops me from purchasing them up front immediately right. because I, yeah, um. I got excited for Spirit Fairer, but only because I mistook it for Windbound. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's out. That's yeah. actually the 28th. That one's yeah. coming out. So, uh, right. so yeah. But that one, um, I know it comes out for a few platforms. I'm actually, because I've seen it, you know, I've associated it most with Stadia. I'm actually going to pick it up on Stadia oh. <clears throat> and play it on there, which I don't often do. So that would be yeah. quite good. What I wanted to ask everyone, because <clears throat> I kind of took a week off, so I'm slightly out the loop compared to normal but uh correct me if i'm wrong this weekend is the open beta weekend for all other platforms for marvel's avengers right sure and all other platforms should include stadia but it never hit the store and i've just checked the news and there's nothing about oh it's not there it's just gone completely unspoken and under the radar yeah so true so weird yeah and that is Go ahead, Duncan. I was going to say, yeah, it was definitely, it was confirmed it was not coming to Stadia as a beta. It was, it was every single platform bar uh, Stadia, and it it was just not mentioned. So it was, that would have been an absolute easy win for Stadia, and they would have, like, the Borderlands Free weekend, or they could have got loads of people in. That's another game I've been playing this week. I've been playing the Avengers, and I'm I'm enjoying it. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So do what? we do we think yeah. this is a porting issue, like getting it to 
support over and actually work on Stadia at all? Or do we think this is the other optimization issues that we've seen with it on other platforms and it's having issues running on Stadia? Or is it, could it be like Stadia PR dropping the ball again to secure, you know, exclusive or early access content to a situation like this, right? I, I think it's something completely different. I think they don't know what to do. But it's going to open up the question about the day to play games. And I think they still haven't meant, they still don't want to really answer that question. And if this came to Stadia, would it be locked behind Pro? And then it could have the negative uh, connotations that you had to have a Pro membership to get it when all of the other platforms you don't do all this sort of carry on. So I think it might be one of them sort of things rather than an optimization sort of thing. I think it's, uh, they don't know actually how to handle it rather than putting it out there huh good good point good point yeah it's it's a huge loss though and i I would say that again stadium needs to figure these things out you know it's a big triple a title game that a lot of people are really anticipating want to play and the fact that stadium's not getting it i feel like it's it's an issue but hopefully by next year we won't be having conversations like this right some people saying Stadia is still new, give them some time. And so that's what I'm going to do. We're going to give them some time, but hopefully by next year, situations like this will be figured out for sure. Cool, cool. So let's talk about Baldur's Gate. Jerry kind of mentioned that uh, this week they had an event where they let us know that the early access was going to be coming to Google Stadia, which is funny because we were just talking about the Avengers. But this is one that they did right. They got early access, um, which is coming September 30th. And I believe it's for Stadia and for PC. So just want to know, did you guys see this? Did you guys watch this event? And are you guys excited, stoked for Baldur's Gate to come to Stadia? We'll start with you, Jerry. What's your take on Baldur's Gate and Stadia? I only got to watch some gameplay videos on YouTube and the newest trailer and a few other read a few other announcements about it and covered it enough to throw it in my news video. But um, other than that, I didn't get real deep into it. I was just more excited to see that something was announced to come early access. And it does kind of take you back to the Avengers thing because is it, an issue where like Duncan's saying, and they just really don't know what to do with this situation. And are they figuring out for certain games and not others, or are they actually having that optimization issue that Mark's talking about? Because we do know that with the Avengers beta, it has run dramatically different depending on what PC and what build and stuff it's on. I ran into a lot of problems trying to run it on a lot of different things. And like we had talked about, it wouldn't run on shadow at all. Um, and Mark tried to stream it even on his extreme shadow um, and it, it just couldn't, it couldn't do it. It was hammering the CPU uh, at a hundred percent. So it, it could be different things for different games as well, but uh, Baldur's Gate is going to be a very big game and I'm not going to have time to invest in it, but I'm still <laughs> going to play it and experience it and see what they do with it on Stadia and on PC and really kind of get into it and see what's going on. But I won't have near the time to put into it that I wish I'll have. Um, but it's, I think it's going to be exciting for the Stadia community to get a hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Do we have a release date for this? The real release date? Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. Just okay. the early access. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder when this is coming uh, for sure, but Checking with you about Baldur's Gate, Duncan. What's your take on this? It looks uh, Baldur's Gate. 
it's uh, it looks absolutely fine for me. It's got me intrigued. I think I'm going to get the early access. I think the early access is the thirtieth of September, if I yeah. remember right. Uh, so yeah, I think I might dip into it, depending on the price. It's 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 going to be an interesting game in Syria because this is the first AAA game which is actually right. staying not an afterthought. It's actually one which has been it's in their focus from the, the get-go because they've put the money into it. So it's going to be interesting just to see how this is all going to pan out for uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I, I think it's getting slightly overhyped. I think people are getting carried away and they're forgetting this is an early access. So I think there may be a bit of disappointment. I think it's going to be a cracking game when it's fully done. But I think people are starting to get slightly ahead of themselves. I think mm. we're, and this is going to be the game with Save Stadia. <laughs> and this sort of stuff. I've, seen, I've seen some of that, but I'm excited because this is a game which Stadia isn't an afterthought. It's right. actually a film that's taken part in full. True, true. How about you, Ben? What's your take on Bulges Gate coming to Stadia with early access? Your mic is muted, I think. <laughs> yep, it was. Um, yeah, I. I've never played any of the Baldur's Gate games. Um, just never got into it. Not really yeah. much my style, so I don't have yeah. much to say about no, it. No, true. Same here. I I mean, it's a great get for Stadia, but I don't think that's my cup of tea. But yeah, haven't, I think I've played... Extremely popular. Yeah, I think I played the first and second, second one in PlayStation back in the days. But yeah, Holtz, what, what's your take on this, man? I wanted to play it if the hype was there on Stadia, but since they announced the early access, it makes me want to stay away from it because I don't play early access games. I wait for the full features, the full character roles, right. the optimization. I don't want to play broken games. Had enough of that on the likes of Steam, and it just takes away from my full experience. So I That's will true. wait. I would wait until it's fully out. That's true. Good, good take. Because yeah, you are pretty much a beta tester for game and if it's a game that you're really looking forward to then the experience might make it not so good for you so wait until the final product is officially released good idea how about you mark what's your take on this well i was just about to make a joke about playing a beta tested game on a beta tested platform but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but but i'm I'm with you guys in that i it's not something i've like played previously so yeah, no particular interest for me. It, it might be one that I'd check out um, once I find out a bit more about it. The hour and a half live stream right. definitely wasn't on my radar, but I did catch up and watch it. Uh, it was a, a six-minute cinematic tra- uh, trailer that got dropped, and that was pretty good, and, you know, that had me interested. So depending on price and, you know, what else is available at the time, what else I'm playing, I may yeah. check it out. But I'm, I'm still a fan of the fact that they've been able to you know, secure it for early access along with PC and whether or not they, you know, were able to edge out early access for consoles or consoles weren't interested. It's not the type of game that console players are interested in. Right. Uh, who knows? But yeah, it, it's, a you know, what we've been saying for a long time now is this is what we wanted to see them securing things and announcing it properly. So it's just good to see that. 
cool, cool. Sorry, I apologize. The kid I was talking in the background, so if you guys hear noise coming in, that's what it is. Um, but I do want to move to the next segment. And like Ben was saying with Baldur's Gate, not really my type of game. So um, I'm excited, though, because it seems like people are really excited for this again. Like Duncan was saying, too, it's a great get for Stadia, right? And so let's rejoice in that because, again, we support every cloud game platform on here. But it's probably one that will not be picking up. But I do want to move to the sales for Stadia this week because um, there's a game that... <laughs> Uh, people have opinion about, I personally like this game, but it's uh, on, on sale for $5, which is NBA 2K20, 2K20. And uh, again, a lot of other sales, but I feel like that's the game that just sticks out out of all the other sales for Google Stadia this week. But just want to know for you guys in the panel, have you guys looked at the Google Stadia sales for this week? And have you guys picked up anything? Uh, so to get started with this, let's start with you, Holtz. They couldn't give me NBA 20 away because it was like £3 a few months back and I still yeah. wouldn't pay it. It was literally right. nearly free. But all the sale games, I'm getting very bored of them now because it seems to be the same repeat of games, Just Dance, Trial Fusion, Ghost right. Recon. And I feel like that I've already bought them and I've already, I'm ready for new games to be on right. sale that I want. I want, um, let's see, Formula One. I want Attack on Titan. There's, there's right. about 10 games that I want. Right. I feel like in the way Stadia, they don't have that uh, that option because you know there's still a new platform, and they're just getting some of these games newly. So it's just like Formula One came out what two months ago, right? So to put that on sale is just like what. But again, though, I get, I get what you're saying. These games are. It feels like they just repeat the sales over and over. But want to hear from you, huh, Ben. What's your take on these sales for Google Stadia? Um, well, I went with your advice and ignored Sonny for <laughs> once. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um, I actually picked up NBA 2K20. Um, I was like five right. bucks, to, even though nobody's gonna be playing it in <laughs> yeah. about a month. You know, I'll, I'll I'll pick it up and play Story Mode or whatever. Okay. How are you liking it so far? I've only played like five minutes so far. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm curious to know what what's you taken when you put in time. Cool. Okay. Any other games stick out to you, Ben? Um, not not really. Just you know, I, I feel like you know you had Ghost Recon was like what twelve bucks not too long ago, and now they're trying to make a big deal out of yeah. thirty nine dollars for yeah. a bigger bundle. Right. Right. Just Dance 20, that was on sale for a lot cheaper, too, previously. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on these sales? As Holt said, we need a bit more Ferrari in them now. It's, uh, go for it. Got, 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 haven't got, <laughs> got. Yeah. We've got it as a pro game. 
it's just came out and there's going to be a pro game in a couple of <laughs> months so yeah. it's nothing really a- a- appealing to me there it's not being negative it's just saying how it is it's just right. it just repeat we're still waiting for the stadia game library to actually expand and not just expand when pro games are added to it or at the end of the month when you look at them, we're going to get a couple of games which are going to be on your pro game they just need more games and they right. need to get us out from this mindset of it's going to be pro in a couple of months because it's not good yeah. for the platform and it's not good for the developers putting the games onto them but right. it's not a it's not a bad sale i'm still waiting for games i want to actually play on stadia i don't like saying that but we're we're, we're getting close to it I'm, I'm, I'm debating what platform to get offenders and whatnot on but uh this sale if you've just joined stadia it's absolutely fine if you've been on stadia for months you you're you know these games go on sale all the time so it's yeah. it's, it's as it is yeah I would have to say kudos to Stadia for keeping these sales rolling, though. But I do, I I hear what y'all are saying about the sales are the same games just being put over and over. But one game particularly that sticks out to me that we got for free is Pro Members, and they're trying to offer it for sale for $27 is Zombie Army 4. That is insane that i don't know it's like you give that game for free and the sale just does not match anyway that game just for almost 28 dollars it's just like i I would not pay even for 28 bucks and what i would say if the season pass for for was just an offer for zombie army i would pick that up but i don't want to pay the 40 whatever quid it is to get the ultimate edition to get the season pass but if the season pass was there for 20 pounds i would have picked that up absolutely no hesitation right good price would be 20 for that for sure how about you mark what's your take on these sales i'm always tempted by assassin's creed when it when it creeps into the sales list, I think I I need it to hit a much lower point than <laughs> it's ever been on sale before, though. Um, and yeah, I'd probably mirroring what the other guy said, like if it wasn't part of our profession to have a look at this list every time it pops up, right? And I was just seeing it every now and again, I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference between the games which are being listed and the price fluctuation. It just seems oh. like the same list, the same price. Um, pretty much as Duncan said, if the, if you're brand new, then also, you know, the fact that there are sales full stop, you can you can expand out that limited library, <laughs> at yeah. least to start with for a bit cheaper. But, you know, if you're an existing player, it's just the same list. Yeah. Yeah. Good point for sure. How about you, Jared? What's he taking this list? Yeah, everybody's hitting the, all the points that that I would hit too. I mean, I would say if you're if you're building a brick house and you have half the bricks, you can only stack them in so many different ways, and you're going to get the same unfinished house. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. You only have so many games; they can only build up these sales with so many different options each each time. I did grab Ghost Recon when it was twelve bucks because that was really cheap, and then yeah. I could use it to do <laughs> do some videos. Right. I want to say if anybody hasn't already played these two games on another platform. You're, you do all your gaming on Stadia, and you haven't already grabbed them. Darksiders and Trials Rising are actually two really good games that if you have not played them and you're, you're all about Stadia and you're looking for something different, they're quick, easy, pick them up. They're very fun. They're very good, uh, and you'll do just fine with those. None yeah. of the other sales really mean a lot to me. They only have so much to offer right now. Next year at this time, 
the sales will be different. The more games yeah. they get on a platform, the more they can roll through those those sales. Right now, I the same thing. I look at the sales. I'm like, well, it's the same games as last week and last week and yeah. last week and last week. Um, right. Every now and then, uh, they'll throw something in there, and it's hard to throw new games for sale because developers don't want their two month old game on sale True. for thirty bucks or or whatever. Yet they'll wait for holidays for that. But definitely, uh, Dark Siders and Trials Rising. If you're a Stadia fan, and you haven't tried them, grab them up, and they'll they'll be fun. True. Those are. Two good games. I want to know, though, I'm looking at the list here. Trials uh, Rising, it says, is the digital gold edition, and that's for 20 bucks. Wasn't this the one that was $9.99? Um, what, like a month ago, two months ago, or is it? No, this is a. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. That's what I was thinking. All right, cool, cool. So for that price, then, it's, it's probably worth it for sure. Cool. Yeah, and I think it's 15 or 16 US. Yeah, it's on the sale. Oh, it's nineteen US. Oh, okay. Yeah. Either way, that's not yeah. too bad for that game. That's I really good I game. spent a lot of time with that one. Yeah. Good it's game. Big. And it's it's actually one of those uh, local co-op couch co-op multiplayer. So if you have families right at home, you can actually play these this game together with you know with people. My daughter and I we play it. So okay, yeah, game. definitely. It's a good game. All right, so we're going to move to GeForce Now. I think we've covered all of Stadia's news. And again, if I'm missing something, panel, just hop on and let me know. But I think we covered most of Stadia. Uh, so looking at GeForce Now, several, uh, some pretty interesting news this week. And a lot of people are split on this. Some people are excited that... GeForce Now is now available in Google Chromebooks, and some people are like, eh, I don't see what the big deal is. Um, but again, talk to the panel on here and see what y'all's reaction is to this. But then seven games was released this week, and one being Mortar Shell. And we'll talk more about that as well. But I just want to check in with the panel and see what's your take on the GeForce Now news this week. Let's start with Duncan. Yeah, well, it was that's good news. Uh, uh, it's it's going on to more platforms. Chromebooks are absolutely exploding because of the school situation, because of the the COVID nineteen carry on. Everybody's working from home, so this is absolutely right. brilliant news. And, uh, I'm just wondering why they don't actually put it onto. Uh, you can play in the browser with anything, but that's that's for them to maybe explain. Uh, can I just plug your wee video where, where you got your wee freebie and all, uh, just to show this all off? I think I was really class that you actually got all that and and you got early access to it to try it out. Yeah, yeah, but was... but. I was just going to say that, but this this is this is brilliant news. It's just it's just expanding GeForce Now out and. You, GeForce Now is actually on a massive roll at the moment, so yeah. it's it's going to be brilliant to see where they're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. I like we said the last podcast. I feel like GeForce Now is just they've been getting better and better. And again, they have an event coming what September first, uh, and it's going to be really interesting to see, right? If we even get more GeForce Now news at that event. All right, Jerry, what's your take on the GeForce Now news for the week? Yeah, another another decent week for for GeForce Now. I actually think last week with all the hype about Hyperscape and um, you know, and the $25 bundle and stuff kind of got people more excited about GeForce Now last week. Yeah. Uh, but it is a good week and getting again new release games hit 
the platform that you can you can access is good. Right. I have not gotten to try Mortal Shell yet, but I do have it in my Epic library, and I'll be checking it out through nice. GeForce Now and stuff like that. Um, Tom Clancy's Wildlands. I know a lot of people that are very happy that that has come onto the platform because right. number one, I think personally, it's a better game than than Breakpoint. You know, yeah. yeah, than Breakpoint. <laughs> um, it it just it just is. I wish they wouldn't have segment segmented the the add-ons and stuff, but but whatever. It was a really good game, and having that come on, I've seen a lot of people say thank God. And I have two <laughs> friends that actually bought the game for PC and didn't realize their PCs weren't going to run it. And so they've not been able to play it. And now that they hit GeForce now, they're like, hey, can I just boot that up and play it? Yep, you, you can. And so they've been able to go check it out. So um, never underestimate the power, power of backwards compatibility right. and getting older games onto your service. There's right. a lot of people out there that want to play them. That's so true. So something I forgot to address. There are three t- Half-Life games on this list. And... You know, I was talking to Chief about this. I thought Half-Life was already available um, for GFIS now, but apparently it's not. We have Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, Half-Life Episode 2, and Black Mess, if you guys didn't know, is kind of like a remake of the original Half-Life. So just want to know, what's uh, I guess I'll talk to you, Jerry. What's your take on this um, with all the Half-Life being released for GFIS now? Right. For for me personally, it doesn't do anything. And I've spent my time with these games that I'm going to spend. But again, I've heard I've gotten quite a few messages and heard of people that are excited to see these come onto the platform. They're big name games. Um, so now you combine that with whatever your feelings are with GeForce Now coming to Chromebook. You keep combining these kind of games with the ability to play GeForce Now on Chromebook. Yeah. And you got to kind of look at Stadia and say, come on, guys, like it's it's the, the competition is getting a little bit hot out here. Right, right, true. How about you, Holtz? What's your take on GeForce Now news and Half-Life? I think it's a great idea that GeForce Now has came to Chromebooks, especially at this time of the year, because we're ready to get people back to school or university. So, And there's loads of tier prices of Chromebooks, so depending on whatever person wants to buy whatever hardware, they can just jump into gaming whenever time they've got between yeah. sessions half-life i do like half-life in the past but i've never seen the episodes of half-life but it'll be something that'll be interesting to have a look but usually when i see episodic games i usually wait until they're all out so right. unless this is the last three then i won't buy them yeah i think i this has been out for quite some time i think they said there is a third warrant and one being um in the making but i don't know if that's gonna release now um, so I think they're done. Uh, so if you ever do want to pick it up, just know that. So, Ben, what's your take on GeForce Now news and Half-Life and all the games released? I mean, I I pulled the trigger this week and bought a Chromebook. Uh, nice. Having that on there was kind of, you know, I've been on the fence for a while. My My tablet that I use is kind of crapping out. So I got uh, uh, the Lenovo Duet. Which is oh, like one of those wow. convertible ones. Wow. Yeah. I have shopped every website for three nights, and ever since they announced schools aren't opening over here, I can't buy a Chromebook anywhere. So oh, good on man. you for getting the freaking yeah. Lenovo. It was on Best Buy was selling it. It was out of stock, and then it came back in the next day. I bought it from Lenovo's website at first, but it was only 64 gigs. They delayed oh. the shipping for up to 30 days, and I'm like, yep. oh, no, I'm going to cancel this and get it through Best Buy instead. Huh. Good get. Good yeah. get for sure. That's awesome. How about you, Mark? What's your take on GeForce Now news and games released with Half-Life 2? 
Yeah, the I mean the the fact that they are you know capable of playing those types of games on a Chromebook, I feel like that's that's the best example. Right. That's the example you want out in the world to show. This right. is the power of this PC. It is used for browsing and not much else. And you yeah. know, it's basically a phone with a big screen. But we are capable of doing these types of things. Um, and I know the fact that it can now run on a Chromebook has begged the question, like, okay, so we're like a step away from it running in the Chrome browser, right? Um, so NVIDIA did actually give a quote on that. They were asked, like, okay, you've gone Chromebook, Chrome now, right? They said, we're focused on Chromebook. Uh, it's a new platform and audience that we're excited about reaching and giving them the power to play PC games. Right. It's a very politician answer. Like, <laughs> you're coming to Chrome, like, browser? Like, we're focusing on Chromebook. Right. <laughs> but that's not a no. Um, and actually, having a look at it, I haven't tested this, and I, half of these words I don't understand myself, so I can't <laughs> vouch for any of this. But people have got it to run yeah. um, in the Chrome browser. Apparently, if you spoof your browser user agent using yeah. a Google extension tool called User Agent Switcher for Chrome, yeah. then you can basically just get uh, you know get GeForce now running in the Chrome browser, which yeah. and Edge and Firefox, I think, as well, which is pretty cool. Cool. Because that way you don't actually have to install the application onto yep. the the device. So if it's something like a work or a, a a school laptop, then you don't have to install anything. Yeah, so true. And yes, I do have to say I've actually tried that, Mark, and it does work. It's kind of a headache to set up. It looks but, complicated. Yeah, but, but it uh, does work if you really want to go that route for sure. Um, so my thing with this uh, Chromebook and GeForce Now is I they I know they worked really hard in this because again they sent me um, the stuff to re, to review and give me early access and just being in contact with them you can tell like they they want this to succeed and it's pretty pretty cool to see them really focus and target Chromebooks but my thing is just like you were saying Mark why not just the Chrome browser you know I feel like um, you can like target more people if you make it accessible like Google Stadia is to the Chrome browser. I don't know if, you know, they have to go through Google to get that done. The other thing to consider, again, is this is the first cloud gaming um, platform or service that you can actually use ray tracing on a Chromebook. And I was playing Control on you know the Chromebook that you know was sent and it's it's crazy how you really can see RTX on the Chromebook and I think that it's really amazing for just cloud gaming in general. So overall man I think it's a good good win for Stadia for Stadia for GeForce now but <laughs> but it's so interesting how the community is so split with this, right? The people saying like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's only Chromebooks. Like, why is everyone making this a big deal? I think it's a win. The more platforms, the better. Um, so that's kind of what I have. NVIDIA is putting ray tracing everywhere for a reason. What do you think that reason is? <laughs> because it, it, it's their tech for one exactly. thing. And even though AMD is going to be in the next consoles and have a form of ray tracing and right. whatnot, right. NVIDIA is putting their ray tracing and DLSS everywhere. And right. DLSS 3.0 is coming. Their event's coming. 
they know what they're doing. And even though a lot of people are like, oh, NVIDIA is never going to make money on the cloud service. They're going to not maybe keep it supported in the future, this or that. They are not going after it like they're just going to be sitting on their hands. Yeah. And I think that they get so much advertising and marketing and exposure yeah. from having things that you can go check out RTX and stuff like that, that it's worth it for them, even if they never make a penny. Exactly. I think Chief said it best, I think it's like last podcast, whenever, but he was saying it, it, GeForce now is a way for NVIDIA to advertise their, um, the graphics card and the features with highlights and RTX. So I agree with you on that, Jerry. Good, good point. Right, anyone else in panel want to send in about GeForce Now news? If not, we're going to move to xCloud. Um, Just on that point, it does make me wonder if it's doing such a good job at advertising the NVIDIA tech, what this, because the, the founders tier, the 499, obviously they've stated isn't it's still introductory offer. It's not what it's going to be forever. So it still makes me question what it's going to be when they reevaluate it yeah. next year. Yeah. It might be interesting to get some guesses from from you guys, but I, I'm thinking somewhere along the uh, Game Pass Ultimate subscription, Ooh. so from five to fifteen, maybe wouldn't be a stretch. But it depends I'm... because you're not getting the games; it lets yeah. you play the games. So maybe yeah. they have to find somewhere in the middle. I don't know. I don't think right. they're going to go over ten. I think you're yeah. going to see it pop up to nine ninety nine. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. I think that's reasonable enough game pass is a beast because all that you get for it you know it's not just one console you get the cloud pc and um xbox so but yeah i do see this staying at 9.99 but it'll be cool to see um if they keep it at five dollars right i mean if it's just for marketing purposes um i can totally see them just keeping it that way all right anyone else before we move on to xCloud news. All right, so really no news with xCloud this week, except that a couple of games released for Game Pass. Um, and they are actually pretty good games. Someone on the panel mentioned it earlier, but the game's a flight simulator, Untitled Goose Game, New Super Lucky's Tale Battletoads, Dark Side's Genesis, and Spitfire. Um now, my issue with this is when it comes to the streaming part, the cloud part, not all these games are there. So I want to know, right, do you think when Game Pass officially releases come September 15th that when these games become available, say PC or console, that we'll also see it on the cloud streaming? Or do you think it's going to stay Limited to the way it is, which I'll just state right here. Flight Simulator is only PC, Untitled Goose. It's not available on PC, but on streaming and consoles. And then new Super Lucky, no cloud streaming. Battletoads, no cloud. Darksiders, only consoles, no PC, no cloud. And Spitfire, no cloud. Do you think we'll see that division moving forward? Or do you feel like we'll get both console and PC games with X Game Pass game stream in the cloud. So to get started, let's start with you, Holt. So what's your take on this? I don't mind them partitioning the library to certain hardwares. So because we were just talking last week how we go through the Microsoft store via the shadow to play PC Game Pass games. Right. So I think there's options available. So if they said we can only run the better performance game on PC and we know that it'll damage it if you put it on consoles, 
So I think that's why they've done that. Okay. But to me, with Super Lucky's Tale, I thought that was available already. I'm pretty sure I've seen that last few months. This is the already. new Super Lucky's Tale. Is it yeah. a new Super Lucky's Tale? This is a new, new one. Yeah, I actually beat the first one. I'm playing this new one now. Ah, so it's a new yeah. one. When I've just seen new Super, Super Lucky's Tale, it's new. It's new. It's like, a new, yeah. it's like the oh, new, new Mario. Yeah, new, <laughs> new Super Mario Brothers. So, and right. me, I was really interested to see um, Spirit Fair on Game Pass. It was really yeah. tempting. I was like, should I get it on Stadia? Yeah. Should I get two months Game Pass? Part of it was pulling me aside, but yeah. I took the better option with the 4K HDR on Stadia. But for people interested in it, I yeah. think they should look at Game Pass this month and go, I should try it for a bit. Yeah. Definitely good games uh, for Game Pass this month for sure. How about you, Ben? What's your take on these uh, on these games? Do you feel like they should all be included in the cloud? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm biased towards cloud in particular, and I feel like they should have just made all these games in the cloud. Um, considering that you know i've been in the beta for xcloud for a couple of months now and it's kind of disappointing that yeah. i can't just click and play i have to like download it to my yeah. shadow first yeah worry about whether i have enough space or not okay. how about you jerry what's he taking this all right so here's the thing they have to to kind of segregate the content like flight simulator is not even available on console therefore mm-hmm. it can't be on consoles game pass and it can't stream because their streaming equipment is consoles so if mm-hmm. it doesn't run on an xbox one x or one s it will yeah. not run on xcloud it's not going to happen because you need a pc to run flight simulator mm-hmm. um so unless they bring that to series x because one x wouldn't have the power even close to run flight sim mm-hmm. um Unless they bring it to Series X and then upgrade their blades to Series X, you won't see games like Flight Simulator come to the cloud. It's it's just mm. too much for them to run, and it's not available on console. Mm. Um, Darksiders Genesis may, um, might double-check there. It is available on PC and console. Um, I've just downloaded it on PC today as well on Game Pass oh, okay. for Darksiders. So I think it was late. It didn't show up oh, the same time. Okay. It was like a few hours or the next day. It was really close, though. So you, you mm-hmm. can actually do that um, Do that there. New Super Lucky's Tale, the sequel to uh, <laughs> Super Lucky's Tale being on there really quick is, is good. But remember, you're going to have... If a game doesn't run on console and comes out for PC only like Flight Sim, it's automatically not included in xCloud. And then also just because it works on console doesn't mean they've quite got it ready for for the xCloud. So you're going to see this trifecta, a little bit of segregation happening with content, but I would rather them do that than say, well, let's not put the game here at all because it's not available over here. Let's put them where they're available and do the best that you can with it. Yeah, Good, good point with that. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this? I think we're going to end up with the columns. It's going to be Xbox, Xbox and xCloud and PC, and I have no problem with that. Uh, it's just easier for them going forward, it's, so it's been nice and clear so everybody gets what the, or you know what's going to go everywhere. Uh, eventually, I think everything what's going on to Xbox's uh, Game Pass will be going on the xCloud eventually. It's just going to be uh, in the fullness of time so as we just yeah. have to bear with but we just have to bear with it for the time being when they, they're just doing the growing pains just to make sure everything's going but i say maybe even next year everything which is on game pass will be going straight on the x cloud so there's, there's nothing to be worried about but the games on x are game pass there's too many x's and all this <laughs> with, with uh, game pass it's 
it is an absolutely bonkers sort of deal. You can, you can't <laughs> you cannot beat it. And I don't know how much longer they can actually keep it up. <laughs> it's just <laughs> all them games are <laughs> are bangers. <laughs> Flight Simulator. What some people are saying, game of the year, entitled Goose Game. Everybody seems to love that. News Lucky's Tale maybe is the is the the runt in the leather. Uh, Babble Toads is getting brave reviews. It's a Marmite game. You either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Dark Siders, I've played it on, on Stadia. It's it's class. It's just a nice chill out game. And Spirit Fire again. If you're into that game, it's going to be a, it's a great game for you. X Cloud and and Game Pass together is just going to be brilliant. It's you, can't, you, you just can't yeah. beat it. Yeah, good point, Mark. What's your take on this? Yeah, like Duncan said, the the list of games is absolutely yeah. unbelievable. This is a particularly good week. Like like you said, uh, if you're not already part of that uh, Game Pass ecosystem mm. for the price, this list of games like is absolutely a billboard to sell it to you yeah. like flight simulator <laughs> alone you know for <laughs> um i was a bit confused between this segregation of okay this is only on x cloud this is a pc this is for console it does make more sense yeah. now what jerry's yeah. saying in terms of what if it doesn't run on console that's what's powering x cloud so that's yeah. why it's not there um, and again, I'm just taking parts from what everyone else is saying, really. What what Duncan was saying, hopefully, because we're in this kind of weird in-between stage, they're still in a beta, is why it seems kind of confusing today. You're looking at that list and asking yourself why it's on some platforms and not others. And hopefully, once they come out of that and they get themselves into a better position, uh, we always come back to it PR marketing-wise, then they would you know, make that clearer and, and like, like Duncan said, have those columns that clearly state you know, this game right. will work here, here, and here, not here, and right. make that messaging clear as to why that is and, and what you need to be signed up for to access those things. Nice. True. True. Jerry, I think what you said about uh, the reason why some games are not going to be available on the cloud is because, you know, they're still using Xbox One one as uh yeah. model um so good point with that yeah didn't think about that but my thing is um the advantage i feel like google stadia has right now is the fact that most games can run like across everything right against the platform the cloud so if developers are creating games for it it is being created for stadia in mind and i feel like with xCloud, what we've seen, again, Microsoft is gearing towards, like, the PC market, they're gearing towards the console market, and then, you know, the, the cloud market. And with this, you see the separation of why Google Stadia is what it is and then why uh, xCloud is xCloud, right? Like, they've stated it's a way to bring your Xbox games on the go, right? So... What what's your take on this when you compare it to Google Stadia? Who do you feel like has an advantage when it comes to having the better cloud solution? Do you feel like Microsoft has is doing the right thing right now with how XCloud is going to be if it's dif- as differentiated as it is? Or do you think Google Stadia and how they put pretty much a console in the cloud? and our Korean game specifically for that has the better advantage. So to start, 
quotes was he take? And let me know if the question was kind of confusing because I know I. Well, for me, Stadia is my um, ideal cloud service because it allows me to buy day one games and have access through the library. Just one, just one storefront. And I was actually thinking when you were talking then, what are Microsoft going to do with their Play Anywhere marketing? I mean, if they're going to segment the games from certain hardware, are they going to revoke the licenses going forward from the old games from the Play Anywhere just mm. to reintroduce them into these different tiers? Right. It's so it, it makes me be unsure what's going forward. So at the moment, I'll just stick with Stadia and Stadia's infrastructure. Right. So you think Stadia has the better model yeah, for, I, right now? For, for what I believe, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. How about you, Ben? Who do you think has the better model for cloud gaming right now? Uh, I'm going to say Stadia as well. Um, I just signed up for the $1 trial of Game Pass Ultimate, and it's so confusing as far as like how to actually play the game. If you're not yeah. an Xbox user, which I'm not, it's just you have to figure out, you know, okay, cool, I have to install this on my Shadow PC. Then I have right. to figure out how to play it, make sure I have enough room. Right. Uh, make sure if it's compatible with it. Whereas Stadia is just click and play. Right. Right. Okay. How about you, Duncan? See you over there shaking your head. Who do you think has a better model for cloud gaming right now? No, so I just heard something going in the background. I was dancing around uh, the music. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's it's a classic case of technology versus content. It's mm. if you're going, who's in a better position right now? It's it's Xbox has the content, while Stadia has the technology. And what's going to be easier for to catch up? Is the tech going to catch up quicker, or is the content going to catch up quicker? As we've been we've seen over the last year, all the cloud platforms are absolutely banging it out, and they're getting better and better all the time. While Stadia is still trudging along, they're adding bits and bobs at this as they go but they're not actually exploding they're not adding all the content so at this moment in time i'm going to go against what everybody else is saying if you're just asking me which which uh companies in a better position for me it's xbox because of content because content Mm -hmm. is what sales you may have the best technology in the world but if you don't have the content that actually puts it on to showcase it and to get it you're you you can't sell it because you don't have the content it's the content is more important than the technology that is would be my point Okay. So if that's the case, who would you choose for content, PlayStation Now or Xbox? <laughs> PlayStation, play, PlayStation Now. And we know what's going to happen with PlayStation going forward. They're, they're going into Azure, and I'm expecting the next PlayStation event where we may actually see some of the, the new PlayStation Now uh, things come out. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody's actually seen the, the, the parents for the PlayStation Now. The new ones, they yeah. are taking Stadia stuff and going, hi, we're going to do it, and we're going to implement it probably before you. So yeah. my, Stadia is uh, my favorite place to play. Um, it's just so easy. You don't have to think about it. You can just jump into play. But it, me and Kelly, uh, my partner, where we're going through every single uh, game we've got on Stadia, and there's nothing really there going Yes, it's absolutely amazing. Right. 
we we stay, we love playing in Stadia. It's just so easy, but we're we're still waiting for the content, which we are starting to get hopefully in the next couple of months. But content is key, even more important than probably the tech. And um, we've got other systems to show that, like with the switch and all. You may not have the best content, or you may not have the best technology, but the content is that's what's actually sells the 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 platform. Right. Right. Hoss, did I answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sony's definitely cooking something up. We know what the PlayStation now is. It's not going to be this way come, you know, next gen. I think they're set to reveal PS5 features, and I think they're going to really push cloud gaming and the PlayStation now. So that's going to be really exciting. It's going to be cool to see. How about you, Holtz? What's your take on this? Who do you, f- not Holtz, I mean, <laughs> Jerry, who do you feel has the better um, cloud gaming solution right now, Stadia or xCloud? So Dun- Duncan is on top of it, as always. And <laughs> and um, <laughs> content is king, uh, no matter what. But the thing about all these cloud services, and we've said it before, is there is not one single cloud service you can set to an, next to another one and say, compare those because they're the same or compare right. these ones because they're the same. They're right. also dramatically different. Stadia, GeForce Now, PlayStation Now, in its horrible situation right now with cloud, um, all of them are different, so different that they market to all kinds of different people. Xbox is the winner right now when it comes to content. And they, and I said this last week and the week before, they're not interested in getting you to come to the platform to be a cloud gamer. They're interested to offer this feature to Xbox players who are already in the ecosystem. They already enjoy their PC exclusives, their Xbox exclusives, and xCloud is a way for them to start accessing some of those games, and it will be all of the exclusives eventually. That's another thing to remember, even with the segregation, Xbox exclusives will be available on PC, Xbox, and xCloud. It's just going to be that way. They're all going to be available. Flight Simulator is not an Xbox exclusive. It's a PC game. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot different situation for that. Um, so, so Xbox is winning in gaming content. They're a gaming company. Stadia is not. And they're getting there. Google's got, got to get them there. And, and they will. But Stadia has the fastest, easiest way to play, the best latency, the best streaming technology, 4K HDR through Chromecast. They do a lot of things super right, but they do a lot of things super wrong that when they get there, they're going to be a beast. They're going to be a competitor. But for me, content-wise, they're not yet. And yeah, watch out for Sony because they've been talking to Microsoft for a while. They're going to be putting up a nice cloud service eventually. And you give me a cloud service that has all the PlayStation exclusives (laughs) at 4K HDR. I'm signing up. I don't care if it's $19.99 a month, $24.99 a month. I will absolutely sign up for that. So I think something's coming on that really soon. It probably won't launch until late late next year, though. Right. To throw a wrench uh, in that, what if, right, for PlayStation Now, they do improve the service, they, you know, give us a better infrastructure, um, but they still have the same rotating model of you get nope. some first party, yeah, exclusive nope. for three months. They have to follow the way of Xbox and put every exclusive on there and not remove them if they want to play, if they want people to sign okay. to truly sign yeah. up for the service and care about it. Otherwise, it's just a, an extra service like Xbox is doing now with xCloud. You, you, yeah. you need to offer every exclusive. I mean, I would right. pay more money for that probably than a lot of other services. Right, right. I, I just wonder, like, who's the genius that thought about that model of like <laughs> rotating the first-party exclusives, like of first-party yeah. exclusives? Spider-Man was their yeah. billboard yeah. Yeah. So good. for PlayStation. Yeah. Now, let's yeah. just take it off. 
Nobody's asking us to, nobody else yeah. owns it, but let's yeah. just get rid it, of it. They kicked it no off with sense. God of War, I think, right? When they revamped the whole PlayStation Now pricing model and they took that off. It's like, I, I don't get it. But Mark, what, what's your take on this? Who do you feel like has the better cloud gaming solution right now, Stadia X Cloud? Uh, I agree with Duncan so much that he actually used the words that I had in my head prepared <laughs> for this question um, in that it is content over mm. over the platform. And although I agree, we've talked about it before, xCloud, when we've tested it, it has come up um, not so well compared to the others in terms of performance, the latency, the stutters, video, audio tearing, stuff like that. I feel like it's easier and quicker to advance in that up to a, a stadia level of technology than it is to catch up to the years and years that Microsoft has been buying out these studios to become right. first party studios to get exclusive rights to all of these games to put themselves in the position they're in now where they have all of this amazing content coming to their not even to their like individual platforms like xCloud becoming to their ecosystem as a whole. It's all extremely well thought out. And yeah. it's that that good thinking that we don't really see from Stadia. Yeah. Right. No, good point. And again, Duncan, I think a lot of people echoed what you said about like content being key. And I think that that is true. But the interesting thing is come a year from now, right? If Stadia can get those, I mean, this fall, like we said, is going to be a really good year for them. They have a lot of AAA titles coming, right? But if they can keep that momentum going by this time next year, if we're able to get same-day release, AAA games coming to the platform, again, the infrastructure we feel like is one of the best right now. So they have a lot of good things to, you know, to look up to, I guess, look forward to. But yeah, so for right now, I agree with you guys content is key and my goodness please microsoft it's time to kick up that 1080p though and stop with that 720p nonsense with xcloud but yeah i do agree all right so we're going to move on to shadow news which there really isn't a lot uh but again just want to cover the cloud gaming platform on here but ios keyboard and mouse support has been officially um, announced or works now with Shadow. So just want to know, haven't really tested this. I, again, I don't own any Apple device. My wife will kill me if she ever catches me with an Apple device in this house. Um, but just for those of you guys who own an Apple device, I know Chief does, and he would have been a good person to talk about this. But have you guys tried it? And if so, how has that experience been for you guys testing out iOS with keyboard and mouse for Shadow? Let's start with Duncan. Have you tried it? I have not tried it, and I own an Apple device, so but I haven't had a, I actually haven't had a chance to try this yet. But again, it's really interesting that they've actually got it allied onto the Apple or App Store, as we know how fun they or uh, Apple are being at the moment with uh, cloud gaming services. But I think it's just a nice positive step. It's actually got it's actually got me tempted to tr try and try out uh, the TV OS again because I've got an Apple TV as well. I am really invested in the Apple ecosystem and yeah. um, I think it might actually give that a go again to see how it compares to the ghost I have which yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to say this here, just get this out from the room uh, uh, the reason I've got a shadow ghost is because of your bloke up there 
uh, Mark. So he, he actually sold it for me. So that's the reason why I oh, got the Shadow nice. Ghost. Cool. So yeah, I want I want to give it another go on the Apple TV to see how that goes. Nice, nice. How about you, Jerry? Have you tested out uh, keyboard support for iOS and Shadow? Yeah, like like Duncan, I am in the Apple ego. I mean, they they grabbed a hold of me, and no matter how hard I've tried to dig out. It's it just they got me. I'm in there. I, I've had Apple TVs. I have my Apple TV 4K. Um, yeah, the Bluetooth uh, hookup from my from my mouse and keyboard with Shadow was was just fine. I didn't have any any issues with it. Everything was working just fine. I played some Call of Duty. I played some Fall Guys through TVOS with Shadow, and it worked really well. I still feel like. It feels a little bit better on the Nvidia Shield when I when I boot up Shadow. Um, I don't know with the controls and stuff. It just feels a little bit tighter, but they're definitely getting there on TVOS. So so check that out and see what your luck is, Duncan, with that because I've been having pretty good luck with Shadow on TVOS. I still think it runs better on Nvidia Shield, but it's it's definitely getting there. Nice, good to hear. How about you, Ben? Have you ex- tried iOS keyboard support for Shadow? No, I'm I'm. <laughs> I have a MacBook that's from 2014 that my ex made me buy, but other than that, that's the only Apple product I own. I feel like there's a whole story in that statement. (laughs) (laughs) We won't go into this. How are you, Hods? What's your take? I have to definitely try it now because I've got a four-meter lap board, mouse and keyboard, that I usually use with Shadow on my PC and that. And at the moment, I'm thinking to myself, I am so deep in Apple devices, and I've got a Magic Mouse 2. I've got a Bluetooth keyboard. So I definitely need to try and repair them and and test them out. Because at the moment, they're only paired to my iPad Pros. Nice. So to get rid of the wires is a good thing. But let's hope hope it works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if someone can, I wish someone can make a video on that. I would like to see how well that works. It'd be nice to see. How about you, Mark? Are you an iOS type guy? Do you... Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, very much Android. Yeah. So, um, other than, uh, similar to Ben, other than the, the MacBook, I haven't got anything that I can actually kind of test it out on. I've done a work phone, but I'm not brave enough to start trying yeah. to test stuff on there. But... um. Yeah, I, I think it's super cool. They can now do stuff like this. This is uh, actually a, a feature they've been wanting to do for a long time. And it, on there, there was no blockers from their side. It was the Apple ecosystem, um, something at the last uh, Apple developers conference, whatever that's called, um, an advancement they made there that suddenly um, unlocked it for them. So mm. they were geared up and ready to go, but Apple were blocking this previously. So it's cool that they can finally put it in, um, especially with... So the the iOS app that we've been talking about um, obviously is one of the cloud gaming platforms that you can play on an iPhone, but to actually get it there to be considered a, a, a rem- it's a remote, a host of a remote device instead of a cloud gaming platform. And that's how they get it past the terms and conditions. Hmm. But for that reason, they had to remove that um, quick launch from their app which basically just prevent, you don't have to go through your desktop. You can just launch a game from their UI. So they have to get rid of that because that's too storefronty and that you know conflicts with the terms and conditions. So for that reason, you have to go into your desktop and you have to you know go into Steam and log in and stuff like that. And that is a pain in the ass if you've just got a phone. Hmm. So if you've got a phone and now you can pair mouse, keyboard, and you know that process becomes so much better. Right. Good to know. Good to know. Interesting. So um, just wanted to know, 
Shadow, have you guys been playing it? Again, not a lot of news to cover with it, but I do want to know how has the experience been. I would just say this personally. Uh, Jerry in the last podcast and Mark, they were saying they tried the Avengers, right? And I was like, that's crap. There's no way Shadow can not run the Avengers. So, you know, the open beta is this week, and I went to test it. And my goodness, what a cluster F of a performance that was. Um, but I've been trying to play that, but the game that I've been playing a lot is the, a, a game that um, Fall Guys that Jerry mentioned early in Shadow, and that has been an excellent experience using Shadow. Um, but just want to know, people on the panel, we do have some time, so I just want to get y'all's take on Shadow and how has experience been on it, and what games have you guys actually been playing? And Shadow lately. So to start, Ben, what's what's going on with you in Shadow? What have you been playing, and what's your take so far in it? Um, I haven't been playing too much. Um, kind of toned down my Shadow for the last, you know, couple weeks or so. So the last thing I played was Jedi Fallen Order. That's pretty much okay. the only thing I play on it right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about for you, Holtz? Have you been playing Shadows much lately? Mm, no, because we're so close to the fall and I wanted it for the maximum settings with the infinite setting. And because I haven't got it, I'm sort of sort of stepping away a little bit and I'm going to play more on other services just to get like the ray tracing and right. the HDR and stage. I wish, I wished it was it, but it is the world we live in at the moment. I can't yeah. sort of push for it. So yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. But I'll, when the games go on sale, on a Steam sale, I will jump back into Shadow and stuff like that if it's not available on GeForce now. Okay, makes sense. How about you, Jerry? Have you been playing Shadow? So what? No, oh, Shadow's smart. They know I'm paying for two Shadow Boost packages because I want to upgrade one of them. So they delay the upgrades <laughs> even longer, which means I will be paying for two oh, until man. next year sometime when I can upgrade That's one because crazy. I refuse to not be able to compare Boost to the high. Like, I, I want to do my full right. thing. So I right. set up for that and got the two accounts, and I have been stuck paying for two Boost because you can't upgrade it. But, yeah, Shadow runs Fall Guys with no problem whatsoever yeah. no cpu usage issues you're good to go on fall guys on shadow um let's hope that when the full avengers game comes out it's a beta optimization issue because there's no reason yeah. why mark should have had an issue on his build i could right. see some cpu issues on ours but what it should do is drop the frame rate and not put us at 100 percent cpu and then stutter and freeze the game to where like you're literally like thor like not <laughs> moving like it, it's horrible it's um, so it's not shadow it's yeah. it's something with the game and running on that hardware that they haven't gotten optimized, and I really hope it's good by day one. Uh, right. If it's not, it's going to be a, a, a bit disappointing. But um, for other people, my shadow went down for two days, like we were talking about. If anybody else has upgraded their Quadro P5000's graphics drivers to August 18th's newest and their local PC to August 18th's newest NVIDIA drivers, and you can no longer connect to your shadow... Get on your shadow on another device and uninstall shadow's new driver and roll back. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that fixed my problem ultimately. It took us two days back and forth with support for me to figure out why my main PCs that I had upgraded would not connect. I wound up having to go on my phone to shadow and use my finger because I didn't hook up my other mouse yet. I didn't feel like moving over. I'm sitting there tapping and I uninstalled and got everything. My PCs would all connect. So if anybody runs into that with the newest NVIDIA updates, just go into your shadow and uninstall and roll back until they figure it out. That's good to know. 
That is so good to know. Thanks. <laughs> you should make yeah. a video on that, man. I, there's so, so little time. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm sleeping like four nights, four hours a night right. trying to get everything <laughs> sure. done. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I, I got to get some of those done. But yeah, definitely. I just want to let people know here, though, if you're having yeah. trouble and getting frustrated, check out your drivers and see if it's something with that. Yeah, so helpful. How about you, Duncan? What's your take? I've been playing Stadia on my Shadow. Uh, just to get some footage and it's easier to stream and stuff when I'm using on uh, on and shadow. Yeah, uh, like others have said there, I'm actually using my shadow a hell of a lot less than I have been. And I've been using GeForce now more for my PC gaming because uh, right. it's just easier. Just switch it on and away you go. Uh, I, I do want to get back playing a bit more on shadow, but it's, getting a bit of a hassle because I'm getting too old and too lazy to, to, to do stuff yeah. uh, but uh, like Holt said as well I, I was signed up ready to ready to rock on the new tiers and since I've been pushed back it's it's you feel it I think Shadow Boost is now beginning to show its age a wee bit but it needs, it, Shadow Boost needs a boost uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just as a wee pep uh, to help it out a bit but yeah, I, I'm still messing about on it, but I'm not no I'm not using it nowhere near as much now. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. How about you, Mark? How has your experience been with Shadow lately? Yeah, I had be uh, I jumped back into the Marvel's okay. beta today. Uh just to, to test it out because I didn't get a chance last weekend off of stream really. So obviously I jumped into the end of the podcast and just just let you know that I just finished my stream and I had issues. But obviously, we we assumed that was uh, my stream runs from Shadow. I was running the game from Shadow, so we thought, okay, CPU sharing, doing the streaming and the gameplay at the same time. So I did it obviously off stream today. Right. Still had issues. Really. Uh, on on the infinite tier, and again, yeah. like the infant, like Jerry said, the infinite tier should be able to handle anything you throw at it with its with its spec. Right. Um, and you know, for the majority of the time. Gameplay-wise, it was over 100 frames per second, which was pretty good. Mm. It was just the the CPU spikes. Loading screens spike it to 100%. <laughs> um, any menu screens, loading screens, transitions, things like that spike it to 100%. The frame rate drops to nothing. The yeah. audio starts to stutter and uh, get caught in like a repeated loop as well. Mm. It's really weird. Um, oh. So, yeah, hoping... I thought today might be better than last weekend because this is the second weekend of, of betas for PC. So I thought, and there was an update. So I was like, okay, maybe it's a bit better. Right. I'm, I'm not seeing yeah. much optimization improvement. CPU usage is 100% in a lot of cases in, in, in that game, which is tough. Um, but one thing I did want to say is that I did test it on maximum settings through my phone. So over Wi-Fi in the UK with 130 milliseconds of ping and it's pretty damn good wow. <laughs> that was on the the 2080 super tier oh yeah but on wow. my phone over wi-fi from canada and it actually chewed through it pretty well it was, it was wow. quite impressive wow so do you think this is a avengers issue or a shadow issue it's an avengers issue okay 100 yeah Okay. Yeah, the fact that all the CPUs on Shadow are doing that same thing, there's there's something in the in the CPU optimization of that game. It does not like those Xeon processors. Like, there's something they haven't done yet in there. Interesting. It only runs like 38% usage on my Ryzen 3600. Huh. Yeah, I, I specifically bought um, 
I think it's FPS monitor or something because I needed to see it for myself and I was using some free stuff before that wasn't giving me all the information. So I bought this app, did the overlay today, and was watching that more than I was watching the gameplay. And I was like, this is hitting 100% way too, way too often than it should. That's crazy. Again, hopefully they can optimize this before. The, I mean, the game comes out really soon. So hopefully they can fix this because I would love to, you know, play this in Shadow. Um, kind of a bummer. I don't think GeForce Now is getting this game. Again, we know Square Enix. Wait, are they back? Are they left? They left, right? From GeForce Now. So yeah, they're back. They brought are something they back? back. I forget which games it was. Yeah, they brought some stuff back. A few yeah, weeks Square, ago. Uh, Square Enix is, did you say Square Enix and GeForce Now? Yeah, are they yeah. back in GeForce Now? Oh, yeah. Team of the Square Enix, and they've got that with ray tracing. So yeah, so okay. it's they're, okay. they're they're definitely back. And with GeForce Now, we've got Sega's making a yeah. comeback. Yeah. And uh, here's one for uh, the geeky people out here. It looks like uh, Fantasy Star Online Two is going to be playable on GeForce Now. So that's a big get that if and when that comes. Yeah, that's that's a big get for sure. And yeah, that's pretty cool. I forgot <laughs> this Enix. I mean, shout outs to NVIDIA, man. I forgot that they came back. So that's another platform that actually might be my preferred platform to play the Avengers on. Again, it's going to have the... You're going to be playing with PC people. And the issue that I talked about with Stadia is the fact that you know, you might not have people to play. And that game is kind of like a Destiny situation where, you know, you play with people and just loot. And so the, the more people you have to, to play that game, <clears throat> the better. So GeForce Now actually might be my preferred platform if it does release in there. So pretty cool. I forgot they came back. That's awesome. All right, so we have some time left, and I uh, stated in the comments that we are open to take questions. So if you guys want to ask those questions, we have time to answer some questions. But as the questions come, I do just want to talk to the people on uh, the panel and just get y'all's take on who do you guys feel overall is going to be, like, above I mean, the head of this whole cloud game movement. Who do you think is going to come out on top? And, you know, we can aim at Sony. We can say it's Game Pass. We can say it's Stadia GeForce Now. But who do you think in the end is going to have the most market share when it comes to cloud gaming? So to get started, let's start with Holtz. What's your take on this? If the patents come out, and it's true what PlayStation Now was saying, if they're going to bring upgrades to graphics and exclusives, I would say it'll be PlayStation Now. Or the powerhouse if GeForce now could bring the new graphics cards out maybe next year, March. I think them two will be the big hitters. Okay. Especially GeForce now, who's already got the likes of certain PlayStation exclusives like Detroit Detroit Being Human, Zero Horizon Dawn, and right. you know, how about it? Uh Game Pass, do you do you see them as a competitor? Like coming well, out on top? In time. But not not next year, not within the next year. Or so. I, I would say overall, like who comes out on top overall with, you know, when cloud gaming has been established. Oh, that's at its full peak. Yeah, I'd still say PlayStation. You say okay, okay, good to know, good to know. 
How about you, uh, Jerry? Who do you think is going to come out on top? Man, you are asking a huge question. <laughs> it's um, big. It's trying to look big. for because uh, what we were saying before, like this year is really the like cloud gaming has been around hit and miss for so long, but this year, 2020 is the first yeah. year that like cloud gaming's really coming out. When I when I started this channel last September, there was no cloud gaming on it. Yeah. I, I wasn't even covering it yet until February of this year when GeForce Now came out of beta. I got right. Shadow in March when they released their new tiers because they weren't just like 40 a month for one thing anymore. Yeah. Um, Stadia, I was like, well, let me sign up for that too. And then everything just kind of kind of snowballed. To look ahead and say, like, who's going to be on top? So many people have to make so many different moves. Like, I don't think Xbox is looking to be on top with cloud gaming, but because of content, they could get there. Um, sure. Stadia, if they get the games and continue to upgrade their tech to include ray tracing and everything in five years, they have some serious potential to be one, two or three in, in the top of, of cloud gaming. We don't know what PlayStation is going to do, but like I said, a few minutes ago, man, if they put out a good 4k HDR capable stadia competitive service with their exclusives, considering stadia struggling for exclusives, that could really put them out on top with signups, just like their hardware has come out on top the past couple yeah. releases with people buying it because yeah. the game's available. As big of an Xbox fan as I am, Definitely. I will get all the consoles that are coming, but I'm going to get a PS5 first because I'll be able to play my exclusives on PC with my brand new NVIDIA card anyway. Um, so, I'm, you know, Sony knows what they're, what they're doing there with the exclusives. So if they tie that into a good cloud service, they definitely have potential to be up there but i think in three years five years unless someone new comes along we're still talking about stadia playstation xbox and jeep and nvidia right okay how about you duncan who do you think when this is all said and done is gonna oh, come out I, I want to clarify the question are you talking globally or are you talking the western markets oh, global global 10 cents that's it boom now they're going to be reeling it. I don't think it's going to be close because they're launching their uh, cloud service over uh, in Asia. They're already started that. Then you've got uh, them tying in with Epic over them, uh, or they've a big thing with Epic. I, I think it's going to be Tencent. They're going to be a big player over yeah. in the uh, the Western markets. Uh, I think it is. I don't think there's going to be a clear winner. Uh, I think it's going to be all pretty close. We're going to, uh, as Jerry was saying there, and uh, we're going to just go. We're just going to flip between whoever we feel like. It's, he's got the he's got the exclusive for the month. Yeah. Uh, there we go. We're going to jump over to them. Yeah. Uh, the one there's two. I think we need to keep an eye on. And again, I'm going to go to Amazon. Uh, because they're going to bundle with Prime. We can actually see that with the announcements this week, uh, they've done a, another deal this this week with uh, the name has went out from my head. It's the people they made Crossfire. Uh, it's completely... Is Remedy? Remedies uh, is making it for the, the people that have made it, but the Amazon have, have teamed up with them and they're going to be releasing the game out here and if the thing is that it's uh, amazon gaming and that's going to be that's going to link into the prime gaming so i think i think their their cloud offerings will be part of amazon prime so you're going to get a lot of people signing up for that or not signing up just to have it there and the news of earlier in the week with apple uh starting the patent i think it's apple you know what you're going to get. If they decide to go, they're going yeah. to go. If they don't do the wee Apple Arcade and they go full on, I think they could be massive. 
because they would just start buying up all around him. So globally, I think it's going to be Tencent. Good to know. Wow, didn't even think about that, but yeah. I think it's funny. I was actually thinking about that earlier this week or last week when um, they were talking about Epic Games and the lawsuit and Tencent owning them and everything. I was like, and Tencent is so huge and they have so much influence in you know, China and India. And there's just so much they can do with those highly populated countries mm. and, and just take over. Even if they don't even make it much in the Western markets, they'll still yeah. be number one, number two. Yeah. So I guess my question to you and Duncan, do you feel like we'll see them come here to the West, to the States? Probably not while Trump's in president. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the fair point. But we we already see that they're they're starting to make their presence felt in America anyway. They've started a, a game studio over there, so they are edging across. Plus, they've got the the tie up of Epic as well. So I think they would start out over uh, in the Asian markets, and then eventually come over. And I think that they'll just buy people up. They'll they'll buy someone like maybe shadow maybe somebody random i don't know it i don't think they would build up the infrastructure i think they would actually go out and try and buy someone hmm. makes sense makes sense how about you mark yeah i mean a lot of interesting points raised by duncan there <laughs> uh Apple, I think it would be difficult for them. Obviously, they've got the power, they've got the money, they've got the infrastructure to do it, but I think it's very difficult for them to get away from this. You know, Apple and gaming don't go together. They haven't in a very long time. It's going to be difficult for them to get away from that persona. Uh, The Amazon Project Tempo stuff has been so silent, but I know they're plowing it behind the scenes. They are definitely working on something. And with them, they've got the they've already got the open window to the Twitch integration to access to millions, if not billions of, of users there who are all, in, all interested in gaming, playing games, watching games. So that's going to be pretty big for them. Uh, in terms of like the, obviously the guys we do know about, I think um, xCloud would do a good job at normalizing cloud gaming and getting it in the hands of people who hadn't even considered it before by making it so accessible in their current ecosystem. But as soon as we do know more from PlayStation, then yeah, that, in my opinion, is is going to be pretty big. Looking at their uh, just their patent stuff, um, last time I looked at it, they were looking to use virtual machines to like actually emulate their old consoles. So if you wanted to play like a PlayStation One title, you could do it uh, over the cloud, but it would boot up like a, a fake PlayStation playstation one for you so you would see mm. that you know that nostalgic screen and that's amazing to me yeah um but when it comes to like pc cloud gaming i actually don't whoever it is who might come out on top there i there's a good chance we don't even know who they are yet because there are so many coming out at the moment you guys specifically have been covering so many even in the last few weeks yeah. chief has been insane checking out services left right and center that i never even heard of <laughs> and you go and look at their prices their specification the data center infrastructures they already have in place these guys are coming up quick they're coming out fast and they're coming out with good stuff as well right um, and i don't see that slowing down so i think who you know whoever might come out on top in that space i don't think we even know who they are yet exactly i i agree you're right on so many new people and duncan i i think what you said about um you know just other cloud gaming 
streaming services coming in from, you know, like other places to the West can also be something to consider and think about. But yeah, my take with this whole situation is personally, I feel like it's too early to call. Um, the reason I bring this up is I can't tell you how many times we get this question under Discord in our comments in our videos. And I just want people to get an overall take and sense of what you know the the panel's thinking about this this conversation. I do think it's too early to call. I do think that um, you know in time we'll see all of the cloud game platform play to their strengths, right? With X Cloud, again. I see them building something amazing with the first party exclusive, being able to play that for free in Game Pass. I mean, it's going to be something that pushes a lot of people to try out cloud gaming. You have Sony with the killer first party exclusive. If they have, like uh, Jerry was saying, a decent uh, rig to play those games on in the cloud, people will pay to do that, right? Amazon, they bundle it, like Duncan was saying, with their membership with Prime, right? People who have Prime are easily going to play the games. And I feel like overall, this is good. This is what we want. We want to see all these guys like show up and give us stuff to be excited about. And I do think, again, it's too early to call, but we are in exciting times for sure as cloud gamers. Um, But we have some questions on here and I did want to just try to address or answer most of them. So this is for you, Ben. I don't know if you got a chance to reply to this in the comments. Uh, he says, did you use uh, GeForce Now on your Chromebook that you just got? So it hasn't arrived okay. yet. Um, it's supposed to arrive by next Friday. They're just having, like, I think it was Jerry was saying, he's having a hard time finding one. All the Chromebooks are sold out everywhere right now. Yeah. Um, no matter what price tier you're looking at, it's just delayed shipping. So, okay. So, no. So not yet. Okay. Uh, can we play two play games on Game Pass with two controllers? Has anyone tried that yet? I guess you're asking like local co op. If play. it has local co op, yes. I mean, if it supports the same thing on your Xbox, if it's a game that supports local co op on your Xbox, you download the game, you can play it with two controllers. Um, even games that require one controller you share is is a possibility as as well on those. Or the Xbox even has that thing where you use two controllers and each of you can do uh, single player games and mess with each other. Those, those those will all work just fine. Whatever features the game has, when you, when you have it on Game Pass, you've got those features. Okay, there you go. Good that you tried that. I haven't tried that yet, so that's awesome. I consider myself I consider myself a games have the original PS. Xbox, however, now a cloud gamer. So my question, can I still be a gamer without buying the next-gen console? That's a good one. Heck yeah. I I think once you're a gamer, you're always a gamer. I don't think you have to own a physical right console to be considered a gamer. I mean, we can make the argument that mobile gamers are not gamers, right? But they are. And cloud gaming doesn't always mean mobile. Like I mean, a lot of cloud gaming happens right on your TV. Like, look at Holt. He is our literal <laughs> cloud gaming only guy. Like, he right. is, he's totally dependent mostly on cloud gaming, and he loves 4K HDR and resolution and stays. So, yeah, you're a gamer if you cloud game. It doesn't really matter. Game everywhere. 
I have people on my channel that tell me I hate Stadia because I compare it to my local PC. No, I love Stadia. I want to see it succeed. Hence, I compare it to everything. Right. Game everywhere. Not just the game. You're the gamer, even if you play games five, six, seven years later uh, at a low resolution. It doesn't matter what you play it on. You're still a gamer. True. True. You don't have the latest stuff to be deemed. Power user or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll just take his comments slightly different, uh, maybe just to widen it out a bit. Can you be a gamer on cloud platforms with, with all the big games coming? Maybe that's what he's possibly meaning. Uh, I'm just saying he, I'm just assuming. Right, well, you have access to all of the games that you want to be able to play. Yeah, that, that sort of thing, yeah. Well, you be have. We know FIFA's coming to Stadia, we know Madden's coming to Stadia. If that's the case, I'll be a gamer this fall for all the games. <laughs> yeah. If the, likes of, if the likes of Arkham Knight doesn't come to cloud gaming, which is my first big game I want in 2021, if that doesn't come out, then guess I'm not a gamer. In Wait, uh, what game is that? Oh, that you want? Uh, bad news. Bad news oh. about that. Or the, the new, the new, the new Batman game. Yes. Uh, Xbox One, PlayStation Four. Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 and PC, obviously, but there you know, it's logo gate. So if it's not on cloud, then I guess I'm not going to be a gamer for much. <laughs> you want to announce <laughs> games? Oh, man. That game looks good, though. If you guys didn't watch that unveiling today, it's pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, looks pretty I, dope. I, if I was a betting man, which I am not, I think it's coming to Stadia. I think I, it's I think it's one of these ones which is just going to get announced at a later date. So I am not too worried about the logo about this at the moment. But I'm concerned about it because I think it's going to be a service game like Avengers. Um, I'm oh, so We have to see how Avengers sells on Stadia first, and if it sells poorly, I have no faith in <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight. The thing about Avengers is I'm not actually worried about it on Stadia. Because of the AI on it, uh, because if there's not enough people, it will drop an AI character into it. So I'm not, oh. wor- I'm not worried about defenders for multiplayer uh, on Stadia because because of that. Other games, yes, I am worried, but with defenders, my worry is actually quite low. I didn't know that they added um, AI if you didn't have uh, multiplayer. I I have to play that game, seriously. I'm like the only one that hasn't tested out that game yet. If you're going to add AI, I want AI ghosts. There were ghosts to play um, certain players, how they play. No, um, it's actually going to be AI of your own characters. So I'm not sure if you know how Avengers work. You actually level up your own characters. So they actually, you're actually your own characters who join the game. So you're going to be leveling them up and your playstyle should be the same. So it's going to be terrible for me. I want people to push forward and you'll all be hiding. (laughs) Come on, team. Come on. That's a good idea, though, Holtz. We want the Forza model, like where your friends race against you in Forza. The, the ghost will have your friends' characters pop in and play the way they play, and they can go at it, and you can hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I forgot the hashtag, but does GeForce now have a list of all supported games? I Yeah, I've been trying to post that for too. Charles for the last five minutes, but... Yeah, your stream is blocking my <laughs> URL. Yeah, same here. Wait, my stream? Oh, I see, I see. How do I? Yeah, it's uh, nvidia.com slash geforce now slash games. 
basically and it is the every list there's a nice there search go. box Thank there you, that you Mark. can use as well appreciate that all right so i hope that question was answered uh what is the ultimate feature we're waiting for on the on cloud game platforms I wouldn't, so my thing is um, cross-platform play. I think that's what's going to take cloud gaming to hide that, you know, just think about this, right? For Stadia, for instance, 2K21 is coming. We already heard that FIFA is not going to support this. So now, again, we run into that argument that you still can't or wouldn't have enough people to play with. But this can be limited, right, if cross-platform play so that is the one feature that I want to see pushed for all cloud gaming platforms. Because now this means, I mean, you have Shadow and you have GeForce now where you can play with similar people because they are both using PCs, right? Imagine if the whole ecosystem was connected with Stadia, GeForce Now, you know, xCloud and all that stuff. I think that feature can push cloud gaming to new heights. But people in the panel... What's your take on this? I uh, just want to know what y'all think about this. Start with Jerry. Cross, cross play and cross save because they don't always go together. Sometimes games have cross play with no cross save sure. or cross save with no cross play. Um, but both of those features are great, especially uh, single player games. I want cross save because I'm one of those people that will buy the game on multiple platforms Exactly. a lot of times for testing, but also because I just want to be able to play it the best way, no matter where I'm at. So whether I'm on Stadia, my PC, whatever the case may be, I want to, I want my save to be there. So cross save and cross play are the biggest ones. And the cloud gaming services don't have a lot to say about that. That's more the developers in the games. Yeah. However, each service can block it. We all know PlayStation tried to stop Rocket League crossplay and all that didn't work out for them. They right. lost that in the end. But yeah, crossplay, cross save. I know there's a ton of other features, but that's that's one of the big ones we need because you don't want each service to become so segregated in their own player base that it's it's not worth playing a multiplayer game anywhere anymore. We we want all those to come together in one ecosystem. I'm dying to see Apex hit Stadia with crossplay at the same time. So when Respawn says, here's crossplay and here's, here's Stadia, go have a ball, guys, because that's going to do a lot for that game, for one thing, because we need it everywhere. Yeah. But it's going to do a lot for Stadia. I want Apex, and Warzone already has it. I want Stadia players to see what it's like to play with that kind of player base behind them, because it's so different. You can jump on Destiny or Warzone or Apex or whatever you want on PC and be in a match and playing in well under a minute. Like Your, your matches are going to pop right up. Right. Do we have a game on Stadia that is full cross-platform play? Something like Rogue Company or rocket league to where you know i think the division is just limited to pc but is there any game on stadia right now to support like full other platform cross-platform play don't laugh at me when i say this farming simulator <laughs> sorry I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking the piece it's here it's funny i was thinking i was trying to think if i should say that Doesn't or not because i can't remember it's a full console if it's full plat or not across the board interesting huh but it, we had to think, and that's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, State State Ego is saying uh, Elder Scrolls on oh, Elder Scrolls and Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yes. From, uh, yeah. There you go. Okay, so there are some games. Good, good, good. But yeah, I agree, Jerry. Uh, not just cross flat uh, platform play, but cross platform save too. I know Destiny. That was a beautiful thing, right? Just being able to get that and staying continue from where you left off. But yeah, I agree. How about you, Ben? What's what's your take on this? What's the feature 
that you would want to come to cloud gaming, all the cloud gaming platforms? Uh, I don't know. I think that having crowd play starting to kick off more, I think that that needs to be in more. Uh, being able to just send a link and say, hey, I'm playing, come join me. Um, to anybody, you know, regard not just having to go through my through my friends list on Stadia. Um, I feel like that would be nice. Just text a link and somebody jumps in and starts playing. Right. Okay. So crowd play. That seems to be a big one right now for the Stadia community for sure. Hopefully, again, Google just makes that official and kicks that off. Um, how about you, Holtz? Well, I've always said this on the last podcast: shares gaming um, that's what family sharing or friend sharing yeah. something like that. it's just shared library yeah. another one that i would like to see is time demos i would love mm. to flick through the store and go okay i'm instantly going to play this game for an hour do i like it do i want to pre-order do i want to purchase it or do i want to try another demo i'll be happy with that mm. that's awesome that's awesome i like that family sharing is a good one too how about you mark what's your take just thinking about what Holmes just said, if they do uh, instant demos, I'm going to find myself in a Netflix situation <laughs> where I'm constantly just going through the library, trying uh, demos, but never actually playing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I think good streaming integration. I'm interested to see how it's going to work on Stadia. Like we had the, a couple of people test it. I've not heard any more since. We don't know how it's going to work in terms of um, the integration with it. Do you need to use a piece of broadcasting software? Are they handling everything on their side? But whoever can nail that seamless streaming integration to share your gameplay is going to get it out there the quickest. Mm. And it's just going to help their their growth, especially if it's to a uh, you know to to one of the big platforms to Twitch to uh, to YouTube. Good, good one with that for sure. Duncan, what's your take on this? The Oasis. It is just going to be a game which is never ending, a living, breathing word which can only be played on uh, a cloud gaming platform so it's not just one feature it's a combination of loads of features you'll have your your crowd play you'll have your everything under the sun it's just what cloud gaming needs it isn't just one wee killer feature it needs a game to showcase how good cloud gaming could actually be because that is what will bring people in and we know stadia is working on this massive game which is going to be a massive RPG and MMO or something. It's it's just going to be so big. It's it's just going to what was the words they used? It's an ever in the falling sort of game where it's never going to switch off. That is what I want from a cloud gaming service. It's just something which is just showcases just the power of the cloud. We're going to go Xboxy here and just just showcase what it is. I want to cross-play, the cross-saves, the family share, but that, they're all on other platforms already. What you need is something just to show what is the cloud difference and mm. to, to get people in. And that is going to be an exclusive game which has no limits at all and you can just sit down and play. So I I, I believe there is an Oasis-type game in the, in the works for by Stadia where it's just going to be add-on after add-on and after add-on you can just it just continues to grow and continues to build and it's yeah. just going to get overwhelming and it's going to be a whole living breathing world yeah isn't that kind of what creative was supposed to be though 
what I what I mean is uh, yeah, uh, what I mean is <laughs> think like of a World of Warcraft that you can ju- it just continues to expand and you don't have to worry about disk space and mm-hmm. people can add in. I think I think that is what I I want uh, cloud gaming to go. True. True. At this moment, I'll just take a, a version of like PlayStation Home, where your avatar can walk around, <laughs> play some games, and maybe if it was on Stadia, your avatar can pull out a phone. And as the phone takes over your screen, you can access your Play Store games and your Play Movies and stuff like that. Exactly. That is, yeah. And you just start building up from that and just expand out. And then you have your, if you want to go play like Doom, you can go, you can move your avatar down to like the cinema and you can start playing Doom in there. That's what I want. It's, it's, it'll be just your ever, just your play space going forward. So people made fun of PlayStation now, but I think they were too far ahead of the time. Imagine if Sony like brings something similar back and it, Duncan, that's kind of like the Oasis you talking about, bring that back to life, right? But yeah, Ben did drop the ball with Creative for sure because that could have been it. But of course, we know how that turned out. But yeah, cool, cool. I was speak, speaking of which, I want to jump. Yeah back in because the oasis just made me think of it um if we can get some cloud-powered vr solutions which are accessible low latency to the point you know we can already do it kind of today with a combination of like shadow and maximum settings using uh virtual desktop but if you can get to a point where you don't need an expensive gaming pc to be able to power uh, a vr game and you don't need an expensive hardware because it's already being powered somewhere else like the cloud and it's just being used, it's a screen and it's being streamed from elsewhere, then that's going to kick forward VR gaming, I think. Um, Mm. So a solution for that, I think, could do really well. Mm. Good to know. Good to know. Isaiah over here was just talking about (laughs) VR. Cloud gaming would be great. But um, just quickly reading through the comments here to see if we can pull up another question. So Heyday says, any more companies like Rockstar Games, Activision coming to cloud gaming? I, are you meaning coming to Stadia? Because they are available for Shadow, for instance, right? Um, let's just take the question as to, are they coming to Stadia? Or possibly coming back to GeForce now because they left. Um, as far as Stadia, I would say, I hope, Right, I hope by the end of this year, sometime, sometime we get some announcement with, um, you know, Call of Duty Warzone coming. I think it'll be great. I think that's a game that can put Stadium in the map. Right, Rockstar GTA Five. Just been rumors, right, that that is in development for Stadia. Don't know how true that is, um, but we just have to, I guess, wait and see. Uh, some of that rumor was saying that, you know, it's going to be for next gen, which kind of throws off everything. But again, keeping my fingers crossed. And then for GeForce Now, I think it's up to the devs. I've said that before multiple times. It's now an opt-in program, and it's up to them to bring their games to the platform if they choose to. So we just have to wait and see if it does come, if they do choose to bring it. Just want to check with members on the panel. Jen, Jerry, what's your take on this? 
Yeah, I think that as cloud gaming expands and gets more and more popular, you won't see very many games that aren't on some type of cloud gaming service. Now, will you see every Activision or or Rockstar game on every cloud service? Probably not likely, at least not anytime soon. But you're you're probably going to see every game in some form or another be available locally and available on some kind of a cloud service, especially when if you're including cloud PCs like Shadow because there's nothing to stop you from playing them there usually unless there's a VM issue with them running on a virtual machine or, or whatever, which even Shadow has less problems with than, than some others. Like I can run um, Red Dead Redemption 2 on Shadow, can't run it on maximum settings. They won't allow you to run it on there. So right. they're working on a fix for that. So, so uh, definitely I think um, you're going to see almost every company have their games on cloud gaming one way or another. I don't think it's going to be their own service if that's the thing they're asking to. I don't think everybody's going to create their own service, but I think too many might try to create their own service. Okay. Makes sense. How about you, Duncan? Uh, I'm not worried about them at all because we already know Rockstar's ready on uh, Stadia with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Activision's coming in October no matter what with uh, Shakiro Shadows Day twice. Right. uh, I'm going to put my grapefruits on the line here. I think uh, Call of Duty is coming to Stadia this year, and it's just down to the YouTube partnership because they overpaid by that, and I think that's part of it. So you're watching your YouTube uh, stream. Uh, they pay for the esports. You can play Call of Duty now. Click the button, and away you go. So I think it is coming. Uh, the thing is, we'll find out next week, probably, if it's coming to Stadia with the, the Call of Duty announcement. Because that oh, is yeah, the, yeah. So that's I'm hoping. I'm, I'm, I've said this for a while now, and I'm probably going to be wrong like I normally am, uh, but I think Call of Duty's coming to Stadia this year. Okay. I, I, I'm right with you on that one, too, for sure. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I think uh, I pretty much agree with what Jerry said. I think hopefully we'll get to a stage where, you know, it's just a case of a game comes out, it comes available to most cloud gaming platforms outside of your obvious exclusivity deals and and legal stuff and maybe some compatibility issues but yeah it should hopefully we we should see a state where a game comes out you can play it on whatever platform you're on or multiple platforms and jump between them okay odds oh we we all we all know with the likes of fifa and call as you see in gta if them big free games came on one platform cloud gaming would explode Right. Just to have the just to have the latest games at that time, or just have the biggest Warzone and GTA Five, not having it install, will yeah. still be huge for the next few 12, 18 months. So it'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah. And again, we are still new to this whole cloud gaming thing. You know, this is still Google Stadia's first year. GeForce Now just released out of beta this year you know so i feel like in a matter of time we'll start seeing you know these companies make moves to bring these games to the platform don't forget guys it took uh switch how long to get fortnite on there people have to realize that right they didn't just get fortnite overnight so it's going to take this and nintendo's a well-established company and switch was selling out of the wazoo and they still had to wait quite some time so give it time i think we'll see these games make their way to the cloud gaming universe or platform if you want to call it that 
All right, fellas, I think that's all the time we have for questions, but I just want to let this awesome guys on the panel plug the channels and uh, just let you guys know where you can find them. So to get started, Jerry, where can they find you? Yeah, Game Type Planet on YouTube, at Game Type Planet on Facebook and Twitter, game testing, hardware testing, the occasional review, game consoles, all that good stuff. Find me over there. Awesome. Holtz, you, where can they find you? You can see me on Holtz86 on Twitter, and you can also check me out on Sundays on GameMan3535's podcast. Nice. And Mark, where can they find you? Yeah, it's uh, Mark Watts VOG over on YouTube and at Mark Watts VOGS over on Twitter. Um, and yeah, just the channel is Cloud Gaming News, uh, some tech stuff, and uh, gaming live streams usually done from Shadow as well if you're interested to see how games run. Nice, nice. And Duncan, where can they find you? You can find me at Wonderscape on Twitter, and I run a Cloudy with a Chance of Games website, which is, you can find out at Cloudy with Games on Twitter as well, if I'm not getting shouted at by people. <laughs> so I'm going to post all that link in the description so you guys can find them there as well. But we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, watching this show again is going to be an anchor in all of your favorite podcast platforms and every saturday at 2 p.m we come on here we talk cloud gaming so again look forward to that and appreciate having you guys here today all right we'll catch you guys in the next one peace out